Yo, this is the ancient Texan. Ah, I want to talk to you a little about planning in America. Something the Chinese do really well. Long-term planning. Thinking about the what-ifs and what are we going to do about that. But first, uh, good afternoon. Life's wonderful. Such a blast to be alive. To actually be here breathing. Meeting other humans that are breathing. Watching my dog walk around my pond. Try to catch some frogs. Frogs are pretty neat. Koi are pretty neat. There's a little sparrow over here getting dog food that I spilled feeding the fish. Flowers blooming, birds singing. Here comes my old dog, he's 16. Old Jack Russell, he used to be about 30 pounds, a big guy for a Jack Russell. He's about 22, 23 now, kind of skinny, 16 years of age, Six, 16 in September. The other one, half Jack Russell. Okay, let's move on. I'm not good at this podcast stuff yet, but I keep working on it till I do. Planning. Okay. I think a lot of times we have our head in the sand. I'm mostly a liberal, but not completely. I've got a little libertarian in me. And I actually got a little old Republican in me, too. But most of me was libertarian. Libertarian. Most of me is liberal. Just my tongue is libertarian. Uh, but Democrats at the moment are not being very realistic. Have you guys been listening to the debates? I just got one Kamala Harris did pretty, pretty damn good. Uh, I was an old Bernie fan. I'm not real sure I want anybody. I'm in my 70s. I'm not sure I want anybody as old as me or older. Maybe the exception of Elizabeth Warren. She's a young, spry, 71. But they're all being terribly unrealistic. I mean, the most popular thing is on health care and Medicare for all. A lot of people, I think 180 million people have private insurance that 70% 70% of people don't want to give that up or like this way it is. So I, I can't see that Medicare for all. I can see it somewhere out in the future someday. I don't know. A lot of things change. But right now, nope. The Medicare option, the public option, I think sounds like pretty good way to get everybody uh, insured. But when everybody sits on the stage and promises you that, um, it's not being realistic. It's very unlikely that Democrats are going to win the Senate. If they do, by the skinniest of margin, it will not be able to do something like that, like the Republicans in uh, Oregon that left to not have a vote uh, on a carbon trading system. Now, they don't play fair according to us, but 
you know, they're doing what they think is right and fighting for it best they can. Uh, and they're increasingly a pretty small minority that's been pretty damn effective. So there's a lot we can learn from them. Uh, but I, I want to do some what ifs. What if abortions are outlawed in this country? I'm not here to argue the pros and cons of that, so don't go ballistic on me. I've talked about that in other podcasts, and I actually think it's a pretty complicated subject. But that's not the point right here. Um, The conservatives have laid the groundwork for overturning Roe v. Wade. Um, and at best, you know, we replace Ginsburg and the next president and we hold even, but more than likely the, the court's going to be turned conservative and a lot of laws are made in the federal courts and uh, Trump's packed those courts. So you just have to accept the fact that uh, We're going to live in a conservative world for a while. So what if abortions are no longer legal? Don't you think we need to start doing some planning for that contingency? Because I think it's a very real possibility. How are we going to help women? Or what are we going to do about uh, making adoptions a little easier? How to support a woman that is pregnant? how to ensure that she gets birth control pills, the morning and after pill. Uh, How's she going to get child support? Now, those are the kind of things that we've got a reasonable chance of doing, either private sector or even getting laws passed on individual states, maybe even national. But that, that would be like making a plan for something that's a very real thing of happening. Okay, let's move on to another area where we need planning climate change do you think anybody really has a plan on how to deal with climate change I hear silence and I there's a lot of things people are kind of throwing what sticks at the wall Um, first we need basic R&D to make panels and wind more efficient Uh, there's a thorium reactor that's been thought of forever that's a good medium term compromise Uh, there's engineering projects you can do for instance you can uh, have a reservoir and pump water from the lower reservoir up to the higher one and then as the water falls you do it in the daytime with recyclable power. Um, and then uh, the nighttime, you let the water go from the high to the low and run it through a turbine and make electricity, hydropower. That's a very doable way, and it's uh, considering our basic technology on batteries is not quite where it needs to be, which is another R&D area. Um, using a reservoir. Uh, to save energy and to stretch it out for nighttime is one option. 
that takes a lot of engineering and a lot of thinking about it and planning and picking the right locations and they're big ass projects but with economies of scale also come lower cost I don't see anybody planning and thinking about that you can also uh, take recyclable power and compress uh, air in a cavern uh, or for that matter CO2 in an underground cavern pressurize it during the day and then at Nighttime, that pressure uh, is used to power turbines and make electricity. So recyclable energy is stored in an underground cavern as uh, pressurized air. There's been pilot plants of that. Uh, how to do that in a big enough way and smart enough way to make it economical. All that can be done. And I'm sure we can go much further than we've gone so far but it all takes time money and effort and planning not something as Americans we seem to be terribly good at long-term planning okay let's take another topic we need to plan on Um, what's our strategy first for containing nuclear weapons and the proliferation of nuclear weapons there is no strategy at the moment so talking about a plan is probably a little to have a strategy is not too good now one plan might be that we set the example for the world and gradually reduce our nuclear weapons and get others to follow us like Russia Russia's even thrown on the table that they want to talk about nuclear weapon reduction. Don't see much takers in America. We're talking about, you know, how Biden's talking about busing. How that even gets out of a presidential candidate's mouth at this point in the world, I don't quite know. Um, Or Kamala Harris's, for that matter, bringing it up. And I know we still have a lot of problems with race. I'm not making small of that. But um, believe it or not, nuclear weapons are even bigger. Um, And it's the one thing that can wipe out everything else. And it still makes our planet a dangerous place to live on. Uh, Korea uh, is an example of that. And I'll even give... Trump credit there, he's at least trying. I don't, I don't see anybody else uh, has made any effort there. I don't think what he's doing is going to work, but he does seem to be making an effort. Um, and I'm not going to judge him on, you know, his sincerity or why he's doing it. It's self-centered, I'm sure, but we all are, so I'm not going to bash him for that. He is trying. Uh, Iran, not so clear. He's got a plan there. He's trying to bully Iran. And he's got a hawkish set of people in his cabinet and right, Pompeo. And you guys know those people. Um, so I don't see that working out with nuclear weapons. Um, Saudis are 
getting uh, nuclear reactors thanks to Trump, not Trump Jr., uh, Giard, the, the son-in-law of Trump. It's going to help them get uh, nuclear weapons via getting nuclear reactors. Don't see that all working out with the religious... Uh, Uh, can I say fanatics in the Middle East? Um, I don't see how introducing nuclear weapons in that uh, environment is going to turn out well. So, do we have a plan, nuclear weapons, and how all that's going? I don't see it. Something we need, my friends. Now, one more thing from the ancient Texan here. Um, what happens when China is a bigger economy in 10 years than America? And in 20 years, it's say double the size of America. What's our plan with our military industrial complex? Right now, we outspend everybody in we somehow convince ourselves that's necessary. Um, but what happens when we can't afford to keep up with China because their economy is so big and they can spend so much more money than we can? What's the plan here? What's the strategy? Um, I think it's a plan we ought to start developing now um, and a mindset so that when we're out 10 or 20 years, um, your kids are not growing up in a world where we're number two in power and economy and we're still using the same game plan as right now. Because it's, the game plan's not working right now and it's going to get really suspect when we don't have enough money to feed the military-industrial complex. We might have to start changing our plan about controlling the world with our military and being in 180, 200 different countries. Um, it's very clear China has a strategy. I don't know if you guys noticed. First, they're developing their economy and becoming bigger and stronger than us. Second, they're developing their navy around the China Sea. Third, they're developing um, computer technology, high-tech, to support that. Four, they're developing their cyber capabilities for cyber war. And, you know, I just casually pay attention to China, and it's clear they have a plan. Uh, it's quite clear to me we do not have a plan for how we deal with being the number two economy in the world. Anyway, I, I would like to have a country where we planned and passed the next quarter of business. Um, anything that we want to change that's worth changing takes some time and effort and a vision. 
I don't think it was like mind-boggling that Kennedy said, let's go to the moon. But from the point of view of setting a dream that drove a plan, or perhaps I should say that the other way around, um, a plan driven by a dream of going to the moon, um, it worked. Martin Luther King, I have a dream. Pretty much had a plan, followed that dream. Um, still a work in progress, but at least people kind of had an idea where they're going. It's kind of a rare thing in this country that we have a dream that's um, more than, you know, the next election. Anyway, this is the ancient Texan just asking uh, you out there to start thinking about the future, what it's going to look like when your grandkids are growing up. How are we going to get there to that world that you want for your grandkids? How do you get politicians thinking about what it's going to be? And are we willing as a country to make some sacrifice, make some plans, uh, and invest in developing the dream and the plan? Uh, that's my hope for today. This is the Ancient Texan wishing you a great day and may you love the life you're living. Namaste.